Hey, ¿qué pasa, Calexico? Welcome back to the podcast. Um, before we begin, I want to thank Brownies Diners for for let, letting me record today's episode here. I also want to thank my sponsors, uh, my homies from Las Pichos, Jake, Sergio, and Jonathan. Thank you guys for sponsoring the podcast. I also want to thank David Gastelum. If you're thinking of buying or selling a home in the Imperial and San Diego counties, make sure you contact David Gastelum, 760-235-9576. He's not only a realtor, but a an investor with over 20 years of experience. All right, guys. Well, today we are here with returning guest. Um, what, my third time? I think this is your fourth time. Fourth time? But, Look at that. But you have five episodes because one of them we did, did them in two. Okay. Um, so this is like your fifth episode. The fourth time on the podcast, Mr. Gil Rebelar. Thank you. I love, I love being here. I love, uh, I love being here. Yeah, my parents' restaurant. <laughs> uh, no, I love being on the show. I love talking. Um, you know, I love what you're doing. I just listened to uh, Blanca and Javier's uh, interview, and a lot of what she said I agreed about students, uh, um, you know, children, you know, exercising, running around. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I love what you're doing, man. Mm, I've learned from it. It helps to build, except any, everything, anything to build community and get to know people and understand, well, even if you don't agree, even if, yeah. um, you know, whatever his content, you know, even if there's, beef whatever mm-hmm. the fact that we should hear everyone out and especially at a local level because we need to build community we need to bring us together yeah. and that doesn't mean um we're always gonna get along you know i i, I the example is it's all about relationships and every look at and you could just if you're in your life you're married correct think about your relationship with your wife you have your ups and downs. You mm-hmm. have your really good times or things are just hitting. They have a really bad times where you're going to argue. You're going to fight. You're going to say things you wish you hadn't. Yeah. You're going to regret maybe certain even actions. You're going to argue. You're going to, but at the end of the day, you understand you're on the same team and you have a goal. You have a, uh, a singular goal, right? You know, and so I think in regards to building community in the valley, it's, it's building relationships to understand that we're all part of the valley. We all want all of us, the whole valley to succeed. And it's going to take building relationships. It's going to take having uncomfortable conversations. Yeah. It's going to take, you know, being critical at times. But it's through those moments of being uncomfortable. It's through those moments of 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 toughness, of grit, where, where growth happens. And so I think that, that approach I've been taking, you know, in a lot in this new role as a school board member is that, you know, we're, hey, we're cool, but there's going to be times where you're going to have to call me out. I'm going to have to call you out. But let's have the understanding that we all want the best for our schools. And so um, it's been good. It's been, like I said, uh, I got elected November, got sworn in December. Um, but even went more, we went dark Christmas break, so we go dark in December. So January, when I first had my first meeting. So eight months. I'm eight months into this school, this seat. It's been a huge for, learning experience. For some reason, it seems like it's been <laughs> like longer. Than yeah, no, I feel like I've been. Uh, I think because I've been, you know, I've, I think for the past few years I've been engaged, you know, and it might not have been in the educational uh, aspect of things, but I've been engaged in the community, mm-hmm. and the schools are a big part of, are the are the key to a community, I think. And uh, so yeah, it's been less than a year, but. Uh, um, it's been good. It's been, it's been, like I said, I, 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 let's be, let's be real. I entered into this, um, seat, not knowing much about education other than my, my claim to it was that, um, a Brawley resident, my daughter, 
is uh, in the schools, and that's it. You know, in regards to ed code, policies, programs, I, I'm still learning. Yeah. I didn't know. I knew nothing, and I now know. I know just a little bit more than nothing. <laughs> so, um, going back to supporting building relationships with my administrators, teachers, custodial staff, you know, clerical staff, because they know more than I do. Mm. I'm only there, you know, twice a month uh, for a meeting. I, I, I go more than that, but I'm yeah. only required to go twice a month to a school meeting site. Technically, I don't. I only have to go. I only. I really don't. If you if if you break it down, I don't even have to step onto campus once. Yeah. If I want to just do the bare minimum, of them at our schools, and I, I try to be there as much as I can. Um, so they know. So that's why it's important for me to build these relationships. I have to rely on them for getting the correct and right information on what the needs are, and then um, you know build that relationship. They trust that I'll support it. You know, if, if I you know. Um, it's out bad for anyone, whether so whether you like me or not, whether yeah. whatever our relations been in the past. Um, if it's right, it's right. If it's wrong, it's wrong, and I'll fight and and go to bat for anyone uh, who I feel uh, doesn't get a fair shake. And um, talking to um Jared a couple of weeks ago, um, and he, he, to me like that guy's a like a good example of how we should be because he's not even from the valley and. Yeah. He, and that guy does so much for the downtown area on Central. And, you know, he says that, you know, people here in the Valley, like, hold grudges really, really. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, uh, I think because of Valley, we, I don't know if it's hold grudges. And it really is comes from some of these people at the top. It comes from these uh, prominent officials. I think it more has to do with ego. At the end of the day, um, I think that's what separates my board from others i've seen listen i've had a great school board uh, they've welcomed me they've been open to me and they've i think because and what separates it is the, the lack of ego that they, they're all there to really give back and really and i think you see that a lot of majority of school boards school boards they don't get a good stipend. they don't get a stipend anywhere near city council or iid or county um, they get health insurance, but chances are, if you're running for a school board, you probably already have health insurance. And I think in a lot of these positions, um, you're up, you you're learning how to do ed code. You're learning, you know, you're learning a completely different aspect that's not really. Um, it's not. It's not a something that. Yeah, it's not like a city. You can, you know, it's it's ed code. You have mm-hmm. to really be in the school to understand it. Um, and, you know, you work with several unions, one of which happens to be one of the strongest in the state, the teachers union. So you're really having a um, it's a lot of work. Mm. And so I think when you see these school boards, it's people who really want to give back where some of these others, there's other elected boards, uh, more of the prominent ones. Right. I don't, and I, it gets me kind of upset that school boards always seem kind of below city councils. And well, I think they're just as important, if not yeah. more so. I think if you want to change a community, you start with the schools, plain and simple. Tell me how else, if you're in a city, where, where else would you start? Why You should start at your schools. Those yeah. are the building blocks of a city, of a community. Uh, and so it's, it's, and I've changed. I think before I didn't see that aspect. Now that I'm in here, I kind of realize, not just because I'm on here and, oh, I want to feel important. No, say tomorrow I, I'm no longer on this count on the school board. I still feel the same. To change a community means changing your schools. The better your schools are, the better your city is. And so, um, so yeah, I think, uh, but I think going back to some of these other prime boards where you see egos, um, 
Yeah, and I've seen it because I've criticized people. I've called them out, and they get so upset. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even criticizing you personally. I'm just calling out maybe a policy or decision you made. Yeah. But I'm not making it per. I'm not, you know. Um, recently, I made a post about, you know, saying some of our elected officials need to take responsibility and just simply resign. I didn't say any names. I didn't say any names. And yet I got people tell me, oh, so-and-so's upset with you. Like, wow, what a guilty conscience, right? Yeah. Uh, and I think I, I still stand by that. I think, listen, I say that because now that I'm in here, it takes a lot of work. Like, if you really, if you're on an elected board and you really want to make a difference, it's a lot of work. I'm tired right now, bro. Mm. Like, I like, I just retired. I'm talking slow. Uh, I am exhausted. <laughs> Because it is a lot of work. And um, obviously, most people have, it's, you know, family, health, work, and then extra duties, which includes. So, if these are compromised, your health um, or your family or legal issues, and it takes a lot of chunk of your time, it's not giving you a proper enough time to devote to your uh, extracurricular activities. Mm-hmm. So, when I call it on people to resign uh, when they're having these issues, um uh, out in their personal life it's because I know it's not going to allow them to focus on that aspect yeah. of their life and I know that because I've been in tons of trouble going back. I've been in tons of trouble and I know what it's like to go through some issues and I know what worked for me and it worked for many people is to unplug step away and focus on the things that matter um, they said uh, I was 21 when I went through got arrested and went to rehab and it took me stepping away um, from my pregnant girlfriend, from my family, from school, to just say, I need to focus on myself and get better. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. And then most people I talk to does that, do that. You can't change. Nothing changes if nothing changes. You know, if you have a personal issue, how do you expect to continue doing the same things and not and, and expect something to change? Yeah. So when I call on these officials to resign, it's because uh, it's kind of there for their sake. Focus on yourself. Focus yeah. on yourself. Don't you don't need to worry about this stuff. Focus is it, on the is point. Is it because uh, is it the person? I don't I'm know. Thinking? If it's entitlement. It's ego. But is it the person I'm thinking? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. And, oh, which one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And going back to there's a handful of officials right now going through things that uh, that you can pick and choose. Yeah. Think about it. We got DUIs. We got animal abuses. We got residency. Um, we got mm. sexual harassment. There's a lot, man, going on, yeah. and it's not make it doesn't look make the valley look good, and it just, and it's a trickle effect. I think what you saw, so like in 2012, what Anthony Sanchez ID abused his kid, mm-hmm. um, and I hate to say abuse, abused his stepson, and resigned. Took a, I don't I condemn. Uh, I don't what he did to his child is. I don't agree with, but the fact that he just said, I'm going to resign and focus, you got to kind of respect that. Yeah. Although it sounds weird. I'm not trying to defend him. <laughs> um, but right. He said, Hey, I got these issues. I got to just, this, this is more important to me than these duties that no one, no one forces you to run. Yeah. No one forces you to be on a board. You choose it. Mm-hmm. And so, and I think what you've seen is in the past few years is one person, you know, makes wrong decisions and rather than taking accountability they say no i'm gonna fight this and i deserve this and i want it and blah 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 and um so then the next time someone else you know makes a bad decision they say well they didn't 
they didn't resign. Why should I? And so mm. this trickle effect of just people not taking responsibility and accountability. Um, and so I think that's what happens. And like I said, who am I talking about? If you think I'm talking about you, I am. <laughs> so there you go. You're guilty conscious. That's, that could be many people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's what we've uh, we've seen recently. And I've been going back throughout the years to trying to put a timeline of this valley of how we got to where we are at now and you've seen the valleys of the valley is a very trusting welcoming place but what you've seen in the past since 2008 is people really taking advantage and exploiting this trustworthy trustingness of the valley um where we've had superintendents uh agency public agency ceos uh public officials you know, um, be accused, be guilty of fraud, of mismanagement, of unethical behaviors. And it's just, we continue, it continues to happen. It continues to be, we continue to be exploited and, and it shouldn't, you know, so when you see some of the numbers we have of our poverty, of our unemployment and our officials not doing enough, it kind of makes sense. And, um, I think right now, um, I'd like to see, people get more engaged i think right now is the time to to step up for people to to run for something and you have there's there is power on a being on a board there is and mm-hmm. i can tell you there is um and so people are like ah, it doesn't matter it does matter i can tell you there's things that we've we as a board have implemented um because of uh, one board member's comments or or drive to to you know implement something so there's power yeah but going back to the valley, um, where we're at now, in a sense that what you've seen is irresponsible elected officials going back to them making decisions that wrong decisions and not resigning, not taking accountability, coupled with the fact of ineffective public officials. I think at one point when things were good, you could do the minimum, the stat, the minimum, and and things were right. But I don't think we're at a point right now where we could where our elected officials should be doing the minimum. Yeah. We should be bold. We should be out there. We should be engaging. We should be working extremely hard uh, for the community. And we're not seeing that. So when you see ineffective officials plus um, irresponsible officials, what you're left with is communities that are frustrated and hopeless where people are like, oh, why? Why bother? Yeah. Uh, that's just the way it is it's and, and it, it doesn't help anyone um we were just talking about bernie sanders earlier and he said you know for the first time you're seeing life expectancy in rural areas uh decline and kind of like that defeatist attitude of just why bother and so when our elected officials and our public officials are are not trying or not you know being bold not doing what is needed you're going to get a community that's that feels the same and so trying to you know get people to run get people engaged right now is the time um i think i've proven that you can you you, you can get you need minimal you don't need money yeah. to run you don't need uh i ran off less than two thousand dollars i want i didn't advertise the newspaper no radio ads i didn't even buy any sponsored facebook ads it was all organic community events um so the game is changing yeah. and i'd like to see uh a wave of new people coming in um whether they you know just competition is good Mm -hmm. and i don't want any of these elected officials to feel entitled for their seats um i'm the incumbent oh i'm gonna win i'm the incumbent no you should work you should uh 
you should prove to the people why they should vote for you, why you're their voice, why you represent them, why you make decisions on behalf of them. Um, so yeah, I think I think in Brawley, one example is the fact that we still talk about Brawley in terms of East and West Side. It's been like that for decades. So I think that shows how much work we need to do mm. and how much some of our leaders have not accomplished. Really, how... It's my grandma and grandpa would tell you East and West Side of Burley. That was 50 years ago. Mm. And we're still having the same conversation. And I'm, listen, I'm the same way. I'm guilty uh, of, of not acknowledging or even ignoring the East Side. But now that I'm an elected official and I have school, dis- school sites on the East Side, I have to do my part. Mm. And so that's why I've been having the uh, popsicles and pages over mm. there. To just acknowledge, you know, we're not, sometimes they're not even asking to solve the problem. They're just people are asking to feel listened to, mm-hmm. to feel acknowledged, ah, you know. Um, yeah, to be feel part of a, of a community. Yeah. And that's what it goes back to. And so um, the popsicles and pages was just a start. And I think, I think it's the little things that build a community. I think a lot of times people want to have this blanket solution. We're going to implement this policy. It's going to change everything. No, it's these little things that show that can be a build a community, that bring out people, that empower people. And so, um, yeah, that's what I'm all about, man. It's, it's, it's work. Yeah. And, and I mean, when you, when you make people feel part of the community, you know, um, they take ownership and they yeah. take care of, you know, their city, their, their, yeah. their neighborhood. I think, and I think when you look at this data, I think more people feel alone, more lonely than ever. How? Yeah, and, and the, I think the quote I heard was, we're alone, to, together alone or alone together. And that's, you can have a room full of people, we're all alone on our phones. Mm-hmm. We're all alone in our own. No, and more than ever, we need to have engagement. We need to be proactive. We need to be reaching out to the community because uh, more and more people are becoming isolated. Um, and that's not good. You know, mm-hmm. that's not, um, you know, I, we see these, I see these I, I, I don't know if you've noticed but I'm pretty I don't comment anymore you know, I don't know if you've noticed that I don't engage I'll post stuff but I step away from the comments yeah. um, and most of the time they'll reach if someone comments something that's like oh you know catches my eye I'll shoot them a message let's meet up let's talk I'm not gonna get you know, back and forth with you on social, social media. media we're gonna talk we're gonna meet up and I wish we can see more of that, you know. I think because um, I think that social media, Facebook, it can be a good tool, but it can also be a weapon. And I've caught and listen, I'm I'm someone who's always on it, mm. uh, but I'm aware of that. I'm becoming more aware of that. But um, this engagement, face to face, building relationships, helps battle this this loneliness problem that we seem to have. Yeah, and and because of the podcast, I think that I've kind of like seen that. Like, I've enjoyed like having all these conversations with especially people that you know i just met that that one time that you know we recorded and and it's you know it's it's a different uh, because i've met these people online but like but like once like today that i met uh, finally met billy how billy uh, um you know we've we've talked on on instagram or whatnot and now that i meet him like it's it's a different feeling like when you're talking face to face like you, you get a Sometimes you can misunderstand like a message. You can it can be read differently yeah, than yeah. what it said. So yeah, I mean having face to face conversation really. Um, I don't know. It, it, there's and yeah, it's almost you can't describe it, mm-hmm. but it has a 
uh, impact, mm. and, and that's the thing. You, you can't you can't record it, you can't measure it, but it's there, yeah. and and that's kind of what's what community is. There's no secret recipe for building a community. It just means being out there, being engaged, and you're not going to measure that, but you well, can feel it. It's like um, I interviewed um, Chalo, the police chief in Calexico. And um, I've been wanting to listen to that one. I haven't though because I keep telling myself when I listen to it, I want to listen to it like all at once. Mm-hmm. I don't, most of the time, like the Blanca and Javier one was like in spurts, but Chala, I want to like, no, nah, I got to listen. Yeah, I gotta yeah it was like an hour and 10, so it's kind of <laughs> yeah. a long one. But I mean, one thing that he, he's trying to do is, um, you know, meet meet with the community, um, have the police officers come to, you know, because they adopted the, um, the park, uh, what's it called? Um, forgot the name of the park it's it's one of the newer parks in calexico and um it was named after a, a police officer that passed away and Fernando? I no, 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 nothing, no no he, he, he's, he's like, he was like a year older than me i forget his name uh-huh well they adopted that park so they want to do events where they yeah. come out to the community especially right now you know um law enforcement uh and you know some of the that na- some of these media headlines can can be can be really uh, mischaracterized. But mm. That's a tough job, and and I mean especially in Calexico, you know, we had that you know FBI raid and and you know people got fired and whatnot. So like the community did you know feel you know a little bit you know um, they didn't have that same trust that they had a while back. So I think it's important for them to like meet because they have a really young um, squad like. They have really yeah. young cops, in. and it's important. Like today, I had the school supply drive, and I also brought in the coffee with the cops to help that. And uh, I was talking to one officer, and we we're just talking about what the issues, and then he goes, uh, "And I heard you've been pretty critical of us." And I was like, "What?" I was like, "I haven't been critical of you guys. I've been critical of the city council and the city manager, uh, but I hope that's not." Like taking it as well, and he's like, "Well, that's what I heard." I was like, "Well, like I'm here. Like, let's let's talk about it right now, and mm-hmm. be able to build that relationship." But even I used to like, um, and maybe I could if I was critical at you. Uh, understand that we're on the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, we're both Brawley residents. We're both, uh, you know, uh, got a scam calling you right yeah. there. <laughs> uh, you know, we're both Brawley residents. We both want the best for Brawley. Um, so let's, you know, so he's like, yeah, it's, it's conversations are where it starts. And so, uh, so it's good. It was a good thing to, uh, to build upon. And even, um, um, somebody commented on, on when I interviewed, um, um, Chalo, um, oh, uh, uh, Michael DC. I don't even know who that guy is, but never met him, but, uh, no, I like it. I, he's, I appreciate his, uh, honesty and his, uh, rawness yeah. of, his comments yeah and and he come he put a comment like oh you know what i didn't even want to listen to this i don't like calexico cops but when after i listen you know he kind of you know convinced me of, of of the things he's doing hopefully he pull, um follows through on these things and if chalo's like you know what um tell a guy that you know i want to meet with them you know let's meet up you me and him talk me too i think i gotta know who michael dc <laughs> yeah i was like who is this guy he's like yeah i'll think about it he hasn't replied yet but he hasn't said yes or no, but you see, and that's the thing, man. We have to be willing to listen. Like we, ha- there's some people that, that can't stand me, and, and I have to be honest, I probably can't stand them <laughs> either. But if they ever want to sit down, and I've reached out to people, because that's where it starts. There's not, what's 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 the worst thing that can come from sitting down and talking to someone in a civil manner? Not even a civil manner. Yell at me, cuss mm. me out. I'll still sit here and take it. Like um, we we shouldn't be afraid yeah. of. 
of discussion mm. and uh and yeah and owning like yeah if i've messed up you know yeah like sorry you know um and then sometimes is uh, you know the reason you might hate somebody is because you know so and so told you this which wasn't really true or um there was no um content yeah you know so like a lot of times it's uh, misunderstandings that really third party yeah. like going back to the uh, today with the police officer he heard that I was critical I was like well you heard well yeah. I'm here yeah. uh, and but you know uh, and so that's where it comes from right sitting down and be able to you know hash out differences uh, hear each other out even if it goes beyond just not even hearing each other out, just humanizing someone understanding mm. like oh hey they're they're a parent just like me. Oh hey, they're a resident just like me. Yeah. Oh hey, they're we're the same. I was watching this. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I should say the name of the show because it's. I was watching Queer Eye. I don't know if you've seen that program. Queer Queer Eye. On we're, Netflix. We're, we're in 2019. You can. That's okay to say. No, no. Just because it's it's like a like <laughs> like. Okay no, no. I'm just saying because it's like a I don't know maybe like a girly yeah, show. Nothing wrong know? with that. No. Um, and this one episode. I wear, I wear pink pants <laughs> and I have baby blue pants, man. I. <laughs> I know style. I'm gonna watch that show just for the style. It, it, now. Dude, it, it's really awesome. Um, so th- it was. Um, this episode was about this guy who was in a wheelchair because um, he got shot. Um, and and because every guy has a different you know specialty, right? The the guy that's into fashion, the one that's into DIY stuff. So the guy that's like into culture and you know kind of like psychologist. He brought the guy who shot him, and you know they had this talk, and he's like, you know what, man, like. Like, I have no no anger towards you. You know, I actually thank you because, you know, being in this chair has uh, empowered me to, you know, become this other man that I was in. Because he was, he was a, a gang member before. So when he, when he got shot in, in, and he started doing the wheelchair thing, um, he, he, he started this nonprofit for, um, you know, for like inclusive, like make sure that uh, places have like ramps for people with uh, wheelchairs and stuff like that. So I thought it was really um, amazing that the guy was like um, willing to meet him, number one. And then, you know, when they were having this conversation, he's like, you know what, dude? Like, it was like, I was like, wow, like if, if somebody would have shot me, I'd be like, you know, fuck you, like, but this guy was like, I was like, man, how can you like be okay with this guy that put you in a sh- wheelchair? And, and they even, the, the guy that shot him was like, yeah, you know, I'm out of prison and, you know, I'm trying to start like, like a program for kids to stay out of the streets and then they were going to col- collab and do something. So, like, you know, just, Sometimes, like, all we need is, you know, to, to reach out. Yeah. To reach out and sit down. I mean, that's what, you know, uh, that's what's going to change a, a place, right? Is that willingness to just sit down and hear someone out. Just hear them out. It's going to cost nothing. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, one thing I, I heard recently was... Uh, Kind of off topic. I don't know if you're still talking about that. Is that, um, you know, Cornell West, Dr. Uh-huh. Cornell West, he said, today we don't, uh, we don't uh, want children, people to aspire to be great. You know, um, no one, we, we want them to aspire to be successful. That's not great. Mm-hmm. And what's successful now, and I've heard it countless times, oh, go to school, get a job with benefits, work it, retire. Yeah. That's success. That's not being great, mm. you know, or, or successful. Make money. No one remembers the richest man of 1967, but you know what they remember from 1967? Martin Luther King Jr. Why? He aspired to be great. Mm. And so 
letting one empowering people to feel like they can do great things that doesn't mean being successful that doesn't mean making money but it means simply listening out hearing someone it means giving back to your community it means engaging it means connecting it means networking it's mean building a coalition building a movement those are things that are great and and i think we need to start moving towards that mm-hmm. uh, of of making of how wanting kids to be great wanting adults parents you know residents to, to do great things mm. um, that's not saying make making make America great again no <laughs> this is this is from dr Cornell West yeah. um, a philosopher who and it, it, it makes sense I think we're inspired too many people to to not take risks mm. risks is scary but yeah. hey you got to put yourself out there if you if you want to uh, get a greater reward you know and uh, um, yeah I mean like like going back to Martin Luther King like you know the, the things he was doing at in that time, you know, was da- dangerous. And at the end of the day, it proved, you know, to be. Yeah, they, he said Martin Luther King died with zero uh, money in his a bank account. He just gave it all. He gave everything to his community. He gave everything to the movement. And that's what it takes sometimes to be great. Give it all. Mm-hmm. Put yourself out there. You know, walk away. Just being able to just go home and be like, ha, whew, you know. But I feel that nowadays is like... Um, it's like, oh, how many likes do I get because if I if I do this or well, yeah, that's greatness, right? Being uh-huh. viral is great now. Yeah, you know, being an influencer. Uh-huh. No, that's not great. That's just popular. Greatness yeah. does not mean being popular. Mm-hmm. You know, Martin yeah. Luther King wasn't popular no. uh, for by, uh, among a certain a large amount of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what he was doing was great, and so you know, um, yeah, there's a lot of good things. Like, uh, this one interview where. Uh, he was on Joe Rogan as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, one thing he also said was, I think in the Valley, it's kind of, it pertains that the system is so rotted to the core that if you try to conform to it, uh, you end up exactly like like them, yeah. soulless. So I think going back to irresponsible and ineffective officials, if you try to play the rules by the games, the if you play, if you try to play the game by the rules they've established, at the end of the day, you're, like, you're going to end up just like them. Yeah. So break the rules. But know, that doesn't mean break the law, but change it up. Hold the event. Go to your hold the town hall. Uh, you know, I don't know if I was telling you about there's an official who uh, I won't say their name because I don't want to. But he said they're like, oh yeah, I want to have a town hall, but the mayor said no, and the city manager said no that it should be held by the mayor. And it should go toward uh, through the city. Mm-hmm. And I go, who do you work for? The city, the mayor and the city manager or the people? Yeah. If you want to have an event to hear out your people, your residents, hold it. Don't have to. Wh- what harm are you doing if you, oh, so you don't go to the mayor to listen to the people. Who, 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 who's harmed by that? Or oh, the mayor, but who benefits from that? Oh, the people. Mm. So do it. And so I'm, it goes back to. Don't play by the rules. This rule, don't get me wrong. Don't just go in, yeah, just yeah, yeah. boom, boom, boom. Don't, don't, don't go by the their rules. It's they, okay to bend a rule, break. Mm-hmm. Don't, and that's that's not saying break the law or do anything unethical. It just means that hey, do what's best for the people. Yeah. If you want to hold a city town hall, hold it. If you want to hear people out, go out there. You know. Going back to um, you know, getting people to run. I remember when when Mandy's was in in city council. And I asked them, what do you think? Should I run? Should I? Do you think I'll do 
an impact. And it's like, honestly, dude, I feel like it's so bad that it won't matter who. Let Calexico. Uh, <laughs> no, you know, Calexico is an exciting place. Uh, Calexico is a different place. I don't think we should. that should be the barometer how uh, elected bodies are. Um, but no, there's power. And it, there's power in being on a board. It really is. Mm-hmm. I, it, it, at the end of the day, it does take three votes. But you have the authority, you have the power to bring up an item for discussion. And if you can get two votes and implement it, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, the hard part is crafting it in a policy. I think with Mandy's is I think he had the right mindset and the right intentions. But understanding policy is way is very difficult. And I've had trouble with that as well. Um, and it's also a city with the schools. It's, it's, you get little, it's little pockets. Schools are, you know, where the city, I guess they're going back to how do we improve the city, right? It's, that's tough. Um, but I think too with the, it's, if you want, if you're on a board, you want to make an impact, pick your strength and focus on that. I think Mandy's, I think many is like, they want to fix it all. Like how do you fix And it's kind of, no, what's my, my strength is community and mm-hmm. engagement. I, I believe, right? A communication. And so how can I do that? How can I hold an event? How can I go out there? That's my strength. Budget? Oh, I'm lost on that. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, but I know that's not my strength. I, but I'm learning. And so uh, I think if you want to run, what is your strength? You know, there's a lot of, there's kind of pillars to the valley, right? Economy, uh, community, uh, education, um and uh, so what uh, do you care what do uh, their uh, economy jobs you want to focus on jobs okay then how education okay then how uh, environment obviously there's a lot of issues community okay engagement which which pillar is your strength and focus on that mm-hmm. and that's how you can make the biggest impact if you want to try just as so it comes let's, yeah. Let's, yeah I'm just going to sit there and as it comes no what's your plan mm-hmm. what's your and how and and what's your strength and build upon that don't try to just so no yeah I think there's uh, there's power there's if, if influence and authority um, being on a board um, but it's, it, it, it takes understanding the process it takes understanding the game the rules and uh, and how you could uh play it to get what you feel needs to be done do you think that um remember when um angel and manny and hector and hector, tony do, do you think that that's like a uh a, a smart way and a fair way to do it like to say like you know it's get, we're gonna create this group yeah or, the strength in numbers and i wish we'd i like that idea and I, i i've actually talked to angel about bringing something maybe county-wide uh I don't know if he, I know he's got his, some of his things going on now. So, um, I don't know if he'd commit to that or do it, but I mean, going back to also Angel laid a lot of groundwork for a lot of these young people to be involved. Mm-hmm. Um, Angel has been super influential. I think, I don't know if he knows how influential he's been mm-hmm. in, in regards, not just Calexico politics, but just in Valley wide. But yeah, I believe there's strength in numbers and I, Going back to, you know, you see like the squad, right? And then going around, you know, um, um, getting, you know, leading the conversation on things. Imagine if we locally, we had something like that, a squad of people, of, uh, you know, but bringing to light these issues and how are we addressing it, you know, and, and being bold and not being afraid. Um, 
I think we could get a lot of movement. I'd like to see that. I'd love to be part of something like that. That's I've been quiet. trying to meet with people <laughs> to, uh, you know, to, to build a network. To build, Like I said, going back to, I think there's an old guard in place in a lot of these boards. Yeah. This old way of doing things. They're mm. not old, but there's old way of doing things. And, and I think right now people are frustrated. People are hopeless that it's time to stand up and say no. We're gonna uh, we're gonna do things different. We're gonna um, you know we're gonna try to spur things and, and get things done. You know and and figure it on figure it out along the way. So um, yeah, I think Angel kind of had a little squad at that time, mm-hmm. right? And I like to mm-hmm. see one countywide of of a group of people who are really thinking towards the future of this valley. Um, and maybe that's why too. Like I've been so engaged and been uh, proactive because my life's just starting. You know, my daughter, a seven-year-old daughter, you know, we're here for the long run. Yeah. And I got to make sure that in 10 years, you know, things are still good. So you think it, it should be a group of young, quote unquote? I don't think young. I just think people that uh, have historically not been involved, mm. you know, who aren't part of this game, who aren't, who aren't uh, part of the mixer crowd, right? I think uh, you see a lot of these elected officials, they think going to mixers is engaging, yeah. When it's really just the same people mm. over and over. Yeah. Um, yeah. It really is. And you, so you get in this little bubble. Mm. I think many elected officials, too, their lives are good. And so they kind of, it shields them from some of the struggles, the real struggles in our valley and in our communities. People think I might, I think people think I haven't figured out, but I got a, my car, my truck is a 2003. My door handle just broke. <laughs> the check engine light's been on for a while. I'm afraid it's going to break down. I don't get good salary from the county. Um, you know, I struggle. Mm-hmm. My wife, uh, you know, our fiance, um, you know, she works, she gets minimum wage. Um, and we have a seven-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. We struggle. I yeah. think people think, because I wear sometimes nice clothes and suits, that I, um, you know, don't. But I do. And I think, and if I struggle... There's, there's so many more people out there who have it worse than me, yeah. who have a lot more things to struggle about. And so that helps me, keeps me grounded and understand that there are some real issues here. Yeah. And and I I mean, not to interrupt, but like going back to that, um, you know, I grew up in, in, in low, low, house, low income housing in apartments in the ghetto. And, you know, going back to like the mixtures, you know, for a while, like, I kind of hated them because, like, I feel like, dude, like, you guys are doing all these events just for you. Like, what about us? Like, yeah. And, and, and yeah, like, we need somebody that, maybe somebody that comes from that, like, to, that, that that's still living in, in, in a low-income, you know, housing that can, you know. Yeah, and, and when you put it, like, I think when you look at a local, when you look at, at a local level, you can put away these national politics and ideologies, right? Whether you're Democrat, Republican, liberal, conservative. When you come down, when it comes down to your community, put those you can put those to the side and say what's best for our people, for our residents. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I'd love to see more people engaged. And so, I say, when you when you say new wave of people, it's not young; it's just people that uh, are not in the loop, who have not been part of this game. It's a game, and it goes back to this system. It's this whole system, I think, in this valley that's just so entrenched and it's just part of the core that if you get people from within it within that circular radius uh it's just going to end up the exact same yeah. way and but so. y- you know what like sometimes uh, if i go out to i don't know like san diego or la area and i talk to people and i'm like yeah i know well my city is like this you know 
um, we have this group of people that, and I'm like, what's well, like that here too? And it's like, I mean, so like, it, even though we said like, the, it's it only happens here in the valley. It's like it happens in probably like every. Oh small yeah! Thing. Oh yeah! Every community struggles, and every community no, they, there's no perfect utopia. But I think the valley it's so small that we have the op- we have so much potential. You know, I think that's the thing is, you know, you, you can get. 20 people and you could change an election right some of these elections have been decided by less than 10 recently in Brawley High School you had a, three people within 10 votes of each other yeah. one person being on that board makes a huge difference and so that's the thing is, but people are so frustrated and hopeless ah why bother but no it's mm. we gotta get right can, you gotta get the right candidates you gotta get people engaged you gotta get candidates who are, who are willing to put themselves out there, who are going to be willing to take a risk, who are going to be willing. And sometimes that means risking your seat. I think a lot of times locally you see people not want to risk losing, uh, uh, might not want to risk um, losing their election. I didn't get on this board of get reelected. Mm. You know, that's what I've had, I've been threatened. Someone recently told uh, someone I know like, oh, uh, oh, Gil's, Gil's got to be careful. He's not going to get reelected next year or next time. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Am I supposed to be scared? Yeah. Obviously, that's a, he, that, that person feels that's a threat to them because they're elected as well. Mm-hmm. And so them not being reelected is a threat to them. What me not being reelected, what, uh, what's that mean? I can't be engaged in my community? Mm. What's that mean? It yeah. means I can't contribute as you much were, as I'd like to be on the board. But you were I doing s- it before. Yeah. So this, I, this, this threat of not being reelected, I think, is... I think that's a big, also big part is that our board, and I think going back to ego, we all want to be important. We all want to feel like when we walk in somewhere, oh, and a trustee or a city council member is here, give it up. And then you lose that. Because I've talked to people who are um, elected no longer or even appointed and no longer, and they do feel like, oh, there's like a void. It's like just it tosses aside you know and everyone uh you know saying hi and doing this now that i'm not elected or appointed they're gone yeah. and so i think there's a fear of that but that goes back to ego that goes back to ego and uh, i think there's a lot of ego going on i think we're a small pond so it's a lot easier to be a big fish yeah and there's a lot of people who take advantage of that mm-hmm. um and that's uh, I don't need that. I probably had more influence when I had my podcast. Yeah, I was, I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna say that. Like, there's a lot, a lot more people who, who are, uh, um, way more important or way more popular that are like doing something in their community. Like all these, you know, young artists that are doing stuff in Calexico and now Central and Broadway. Like, there's a lot of people who are doing a lot of good things that get noticed, and the people that notice them are the people that they that the, the artist wants yeah them to if know. anything being on an elected board limits you like i'm limited now like there's things going on that kind of i wish i could point out and just expose but i'm like you know what i got i want to stay in my i got i got my my focus needs to be on my schools right now yeah. but there's things that like right now i was talking to someone with, with summer out you know the meetings have been empty and uh and i've been calling out other things outside the school like you know when i said the elected officials and um I, I, I always have to check myself. Now I gotta now I gotta focus now. Before I could just yeah. who's who's next, right? <laughs> and now it's like no, I got I have a responsibility, I have duties, and so um, so yeah, I think I think a good example of um, is Angel. Uh, I think if he got elected, he would. I don't think he he would have these. We wouldn't be having these art walks. 
we wouldn't be having you know this art community that's that's really grown yeah um but since he didn't get elected he was able to focus on those things and look at mm-hmm. i think sometimes that's our role is not meant to be unelected but to be in a different way of giving back to the community so yeah giving back to the community doesn't mean being elected you can still can but it does also but there is a certain amount of power and authority going into uh an elected position so um, yeah, you don't need to be on a board though to give back. And like I said, if I get if I don't get elected in two in three years, yeah. okay, <laughs> yeah. I don't need this. I, I don't need this. I think, I'm sure, I, I think people should be more afraid of you not getting elected because of <laughs> exactly. I, yeah, yeah, you're right. Would you want me to come small town news back? Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I I really don't need. You know, I'm sure my family wouldn't mind me not being elected again. Mm. You know, I'm sure my my daughter and fiance would love to have me at my house, you know, not would love to have me at home, you know, when I'm at a school board meeting until 10 o'clock at night or having to meet with a group of people or having to hold an event. My family would love for me not to get elected again. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't. And they come first. So if I don't get elected, thank you. you and then I trust the people who vote, you mm-hmm. know, the people who voted. I respect that. You went out and voted and felt like I wasn't the one for you. I can respect How- it. Um, like when you do events like like you did today, or, or like when you're out and about, um, what do people say or tell you? Like, do they? Or no, it's cool. Uh, most of the time, it's like, hey, what's up? And it's just conversation, you know. Um, but the coolest part has been going to the, the splash pad in the east side of Brawley at Alice Guru Park. Um, and so going back to the fact that we still talk about Brawley in terms of east side, west side, shows how little we've come and. Uh, it's just acknowledging them and, and going over them and giving out books. It was a bilingual book by uh, illustrated by Simone Silva, who is a local artist who's been recognized locally and, and nationally. Um, and it's just cool. It's really just cool to be out there. I mean, I, I love interacting and meeting people and um, giving back. So, um, no, I guess in Brawley, it's cool just to build community build engagement you know yeah. uh, and anything i can do to do that is awesome um you were new to you know running for school board um and you were like the the underdog quote-unquote right so say somebody yeah four years i could be the old guy there could be a guy coming four years from now there might be a gift say oh gil rebel is part of this old system game <laughs> corrupt ineffective very small he sold out um but like going back to that, um, if, if somebody if somebody is planning to run and you know they feel like the underdog, you think that they could reach out to you and say like, hey, you know? Oh yeah, you can do it. You, like I said, man, I go back to five years ago as a volunteer. I was a waiter and a volunteer. I was waiting on tables. I was volunteering for the county. You were five the years. you were the AOC of. <laughs> yeah, for well, dude, last year I was still waiting on tables. It wasn't until I got this new job in October and I got elected in uh, November that I stopped waiting on tables for the first time. So in October 2018, I was still waiting on tables. Mm. Um, I was working full time and waiting on tables. So Monday through Friday, working for the county. Friday night, Saturday night, waiting on tables at Town Pump. Um, So um, if I can do it, you can do it, you know. Uh, not I shouldn't say you can do it, but there's a lot of people who struggle more. But um, you know, if I can juggle those responsibilities, I'd be more than happy to help those that now that I have free time, I've freed up. 
I'd be more than happy to give some of that time away to helping people who uh, who want to get engaged, get involved, and and give back. Yeah, because um, yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing would be like for like when I think about it, is the commitment of you know yeah, and, and maybe that's one of the reasons why I'm not like yeah I'm gonna do it I'm gonna yeah. do it because right now I don't feel like I can give it you know it's tough mm-hmm. it really is it is it, it's a big commitment. The thing is, though, like I said, you don't have to. So that's what I think the problem becomes is where people just don't. They just show up, yeah, vote, go home. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, if I'm, if I'm going to do this, because I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it right, you know, like I'm going to give 100%. I'm going to invest time. And because, and, I mean, I've seen, you know, you get these agendas and you have, you have to read some, some of the things you, you might not even know. Um, what they are so you got to do obviously got to do some research and ask questions and so, yeah some of the things require you talking to people not just you can read it and not understand it but then it, there's a component of the human aspect of hearing another part another side yeah it, so yeah it is and if you want to do it right it's going to take that time it's going to take that you know so last year no this year i put out an open letter uh you know there's a Brawley Elementary released uh, several teachers, new te- uh, teachers before they hit tenure, and um, there's some talks in the community, and I put an open letter uh, after uh, an article in the newspaper, and I got hit bad, man. I got, who? <laughs> there are some things you don't talk about regarding education uh, that apparently I talked about. Oh. Um, but you know what? What came from that was I met with so many. After that, I was meeting with teachers, administrators, no joke. I'd have coffee at nine uh, at Starbucks, come back here at, t- uh, at 10.30 to meet with another teacher. I'd go back to Starbucks at 12.30 and meet with another teacher. I, I met with probably about 10 to 15 teachers within two weeks. Um, and so uh, it built that relationship. And, and from there, we've, we've, we've had a good relationship. Um, but, yeah, it takes that just going back to communicating and interacting mm-hmm. and talking and understanding. Because we could all sit all day just going back and forth on Facebook, text messages, emails. But then when you sit down, I mean, so much more can be accomplished within a 30-minute uh, sit down than with a day-long uh, Facebook fight. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I feel that, I mean, you're probably one of the few elected officials like in the whole valley that that's willing to um, like be on a podcast or, you know, do an interview and, and openly talk about, you know, the issues and not not um, your ego, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, um, I guess I wish more more electeds would. But men, like I said, going back to they might risk being reelected. They might risk saying something that's taken out of. I'm sure you could go back and find something I, you could take out of context for me. Um, and that's not right. Mm. Plain and simple, that's not right. And uh, I'd hope, and that's why I, and part of why I see face social media as a tool in that I can promote what I'm doing, like make it look fun. It's not always fun, mm. you know. I, I go home sometimes tired, beat, um, you know, stressed out over. Is a decision I made the right one? Because uh, that's tough too. It's tough to get change or something to implement that you want 
But then it's tougher to sit back and kind of reevaluate. Was yeah. it the right thing to do? Right. So I could fight tooth and nail to get this one thing done. And that's just a battle in itself. And then there's another battle is after it's implemented. What if it was wrong? What if it got us three steps back? And that's something I worry about. Um, but you got to do it. You got to figure out if something's not working right now and do something to address it. And whether it's right or not, um, at least you addressed it and then you can move forward and learn from it. So, yeah. And um, going back to, you know, being, I guess, trans- transparent or being, I mean, being, you know, part of the community, you know, I see like a lot of elected officials that are always there when it comes to like taking oh, that picture. And I hate, no, I hate what I hate. I hate, ah, uh, it got me off. Um, <laughs> We're going to see it in 2020. It's election. All these elected officials are all of a sudden going to be on Facebook. Are all of a sudden going to, you know, create a page and elect so-and-so. And then election day comes and they're going to give out a post the next day saying, thank you for voting for me, for winning or the losing. And then that's it. Mm-hmm. Whether they won or lost, that's it. I'd rather have uh, someone, if you're going to run, I'd rather have you, if you don't have a Facebook presence or a social media presence right now, just stay off it. Yeah. I respect you more if you just completely just say no. I'd probably more than likely vote for you if you just said no, I don't have it, I'm not going to bother. Then you're not having it all of a sudden. I have it. And then once election day comes, you forget about it. Um, that's what I hate. Mm. I hate that. I can't stand that. And you see that a lot. You saw it with the IID especially. And I, <laughs> and I like the IID. I supported some of them. I respect them. And that's what it comes down to. It's... I'm going to criticize someone. I, that doesn't mean I don't respect or um, respect you or it's not a personal attack. It's just the way it is what it is. Yeah. And so I see that with the IED. They all ran on this social media unified campaign, blah, blah, blah. And, and maybe in, and, 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 and now they're disappeared. You know? And you know what? It's funny because I've been thinking about this, especially the whole Juanita thing. I started like, maybe I, I feel guilty now and maybe a bit wrong in hindsight. Um, but she was kind of like my own or our own. Right? She was young. She was outspoken. She was about the community. And I look back, I'm like, man, did I take out someone who I could have been, you know, held up to higher standard? We could have worked with each other. We could, you know, that's, I, going back to those self-reflection on, on, on the ego yeah. of not, I doubt myself all the time. And that's one thing I've been thinking about lately is that, right, so there's some things I didn't agree with her on completely. I felt, um, I think in retrospect, she probably proved me right in a way that, where is she now? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Yeah. You can work. Going back to just because you're not on an elected seat doesn't mean you still can't be engaged in the, if she, if she had been continued to be engaged and involved, oh, I would have been, I would have publicly been like, oh, I'm sorry. I was completely wrong. Yeah. But, because even before, you know, being in, in the IED, um, you know, from, from the things that on a resume, like yeah. she did a lot of community. Oh, yeah. There's some questions about that, though, that I had. But, um, <laughs> no, but I look back now and I really do think, hey, you know, ugh. I felt, ooh, you know, uh, yeah. young, outspoken, Latina. Um, but I mean, let, not well, part of the establishment. When, 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 Dang, you, when I, you go I, back, I, the, I there were, there were some things that were like really questionable. Yeah. No one's perfect. Yeah. I'm not, you can pick, you, can, you know, uh, I, you know, so, 
But that's one that I have. I've been out of all the candidates, out of all the people I went after. That's the one that I've really questioned. I look back now and I question uh, if I was on the right side or not. Yeah, and that's tough to say. Those people might get mad, like what? But um, yeah, maybe she should reach out. And hey, I'd hear her out. I'd hear her out. Um, you know, because uh, we all, at the end of the day, we all want to hold each other to a higher standard, right? And whether someone likes to know, someone might not be perfect. We can all do better. There's gonna be someone who's gonna show me how to do things, and mm-hmm. I can learn from that. There's gonna be someone show me, right? And so, you know, you set the standard for someone, and I believe when the bar's set, people rise up to it. You shouldn't lower the standard for people. I think when the standards high, people do rise up to it. Yeah. Um, and we, you know, we could have all oh, like like all going back. Oh, oh, the one that got away, right? <laughs> <laughs> out of context again, right? Um, no, but no, that's something I, out of all the. Uh, I think too because I'm struggling so hard right now to find the people to run, yeah. people who aren't part of this game, people you know. So, um, you know, yeah, that's the one thing that that's one that uh, <laughs> I, I was not why I was looking back recently. I think a lot of stuff going on with the ID. That's one that I really, uh, really questioned. But it is what it is. Can't change anything about it now. But. Uh, Wow, I didn't expect to talk about Juanita Salas on this. Uh, <laughs> great. I'm still obsessed, apparently. No, no shit, huh? That's so, so, that, yeah, uh, it's crazy. Right? But no, I mean, but that goes back to me being real, keeping it real. Yeah, yeah. And keeping it, you know, 100, you know. Um, exactly. I mean, um, I mean, just the, f- yeah, yeah. I mean, having being here and talking about that is like yeah some people might not believe it if, if you told someone oh hey you, if you went to uh, Maritza tomorrow I'm like hey Maritza you know Gil said he might have been wrong about Juanita like she's right yeah right you crack you up know? so uh, speaking of someone who doesn't talk to me but uh, <laughs> but no you know but yeah I mean going back yeah there's I can't think of anybody that's still active on social media I think the only one that I can think of is Camilo from Calexico, um, he's and and I mean because he, he's like I mean him him and his wife are really community involved. Uh, but other than that, I can't think of yeah. And don't get me wrong, speaking on social media doesn't mean you're engaged, involved, but it helps. Mm-hmm. It, you know, shows that little effort that you're trying. Especially, like I said, going back to if you're engaging your campaign, continue it. Like the other person I can think of is Jesse uh, Contreras. Okay, um, yeah. I mean he. He's he's had this basketball team with for Calexico's youth for like like ten years now, um, and it's all on his time. I mean, he he does. We we do. Um, uh, there's a fee, like a small fee, and it's mainly for uniforms or, yeah. or paying fees to for refs. But it's you know all of this is is on his time, and and nobody nobody really knows that he he does it. You know, just he just does it, and and you know I, I admire that. And he's one of the only ones that I've seen that is still like community involved. And, yeah, and, you know it's. Uh it's all about community. It's all about the people. Um, and that takes effort. That takes time. Um, but that's, those are things that are free and those are things that if we're elected, we should be doing, you know? Um, yeah. So yeah, I think, uh, in social media too, there is a fine line. Cause I know at one time I got it. Someone commented like, all you do is take pictures and put them on social media. And, uh, <laughs> so there's a line, right? Of, being very engaged on social media and then you're right not having to rely on it or being make it seem as if that's all you do so um but it's still i mean that's why you have your your uh your your 
Gilbert Villar board uh, uh, Facebook page, right? Yeah, to be yeah to keep informed, keep mm-hmm. engaged, and, and and it's another means. If you, I would have Facebook. Well, you can always call. And going back to, I love meeting and talking to people. It's one way. Um, so yeah, I think. But yeah, I like to see more engagement from our officials. Get out of their bubbles. That's what it is. I think a lot of people are in their bubbles, and uh, um, it doesn't benefit the community. It might benefit them, shields mm-hmm. them from, but it doesn't yeah. benefit the community. Yeah. And that's who we work for. Not uh, yeah, and, and the whole community, not just their community. They're they're a mixer crowd. Yeah. And it was oh great, I'm not gonna be invited to any mixers. Oh, okay, boohoo. <laughs> uh, oh well, uh, you know, but you call like I see, I do call like I see it, man. And I know one time I I said something about an elected official on Facebook, and they called me and like oh I never light you up like that. And I was like, I wish you would. Go ahead. If I messed up light me up i'm a big boy like what are you talking like I, you know i'm an adult yeah Ooh, you know if you, you could wouldn't be the first time i've been criticized on facebook <laughs> oh wow prove me wrong yeah. you know that's the one thing if someone criticizes me then i'll do my best to reach out to them or even prove them wrong i'm a competitor you know i love to compete like going back to i want the best schools mm. i want the best schools in brawl in the valley yeah like that's no joke mm. i like i uh, that's my one goal to have. I want to see these country schools like Magnolia uh, empty. I want to see people wanting to come to Brawley. You know, I want to see a person move in like, oh, where'd you move to Brawley for? Oh, the schools. Mm-hmm. And I want to see. Uh, I, and if you don't, if you're an elected on an elected board and you don't want the best city, the best public utility district, the best county, the. Um, and what are you doing there? Yeah. If you don't want the best of what you represent, then what? Why, what are you? What are you doing? You want? I, I want the mediocre. I want the kind of the same. <laughs> I kind of want a little bit. No, you want the best. Yeah. That's. I don't think that's. Uh, 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 and yet, some people might think, "Oh, he's crazy. Oh, he's looking." At I apologize for aiming high. I apologize <laughs> for, you know, for wanting the best. My bad. Next, I'll, I'll change it. Let me change. I want, I want the status quo. Does that sound better? Do you want me to go for the best or the status quo, or worse? Yeah. Right. And so, and when you aim for the best, even if you don't reach that mark, you still aimed high. You still might land among the stars. No, I think, <laughs> I think a great example of like the popsicle thing. So the popsicle thing was, I knew during the summer there's a summer slump. You hear always hear about that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like. How do we address that? How do we, uh, you know, so I brought up a school program, a summer reading program with the school. But by the time I brought up school year is ending, I was like, oh, I can't implement it. So I was like, I still want to do something. And so I just ordered a hundred. I went online and ordered a hundred books, hundred of the Gathering of the Sun uh, books. And then they came in, so had a hundred these books, boxes in my house. Like, uh, all right. <laughs> I, got no, get, I got it. Yeah. Okay. You know, because I was like, that's the most expensive thing out of like the, some of the ideas I had of what to do with them. And so I was like, if I order the books, I have to. Like that's the most expensive thing, so I'll have to. Yeah. That's no excuse. Um, so I got them. They went at my house. And then a buddy of mine came over. And uh, we were like, uh, what should we do with them? I'm like, how about tomorrow? We go to the park, splash pad, and we barbecue. And we give out the books. All right, let's barbecue. Let's just throw a barbecue. I'll go to Costco. I'll get hot dogs. I'll get buns. I'll get the condiments, napkins. Okay, trays. I'll put propane. 
So that day, I uh, I cleaned out my like grill. I was ready to put it in the back of my truck and just go down to the park. <laughs> it was all hot too. It was like 105. Yeah. And uh, we drove around the park and there was a party. And I was like, you know what? They're having a party. I don't want them to think like, you know, one, this is not my neighborhood in a way. You know, mm. I'm not from the, I'm from the west side of Brawley, born and raised. Um, right. And and there's some, right, going back to the east side, west side thing though. Still, even though we're all from Brawley, we all, you know, I think we all are understand that sense of community. I still don't want people to think, oh, who's this guy think he is? Yeah. He gets elected, he can just come down and be this little hero or whatever. So that I don't want to, uh, um, Cause I don't want to intrude, and so it's like hot dogs. No, and plus, like it's kind of hot. That's kind of a lot of work. We look back. I was like, uh, but I was like, still want to give the books out, uh, but I want an incentive. So I, I bought just popsicles. So let's just do popsicles. So I went down to Walmart, uh, bought popsicles, got an ice chest filled with ice, put the popsicles in there, and then went down. There was a success. So I think that goes to show we were aiming for a full on barbecue yeah. in the park. <laughs> In the heat, uh, and then we kind of realized, you know what? Let's popsicles. Yeah. And so we aimed high, and we didn't reach it, but we got somewhere right there in the middle, which was better than where we were at, which is no books, no popsicles. Yeah, exactly. And, and but eventually, I'd like to say, I think in the winter we're gonna have, I, I want to have another one and make it a barbecue, make it expand on it, and so. But that goes back to aiming high and uh, you know trying to trying to fulfill uh reach your potential and mm-hmm. fulfill it and so yeah, and, and be great and, yeah exactly because um, i mean no other elected officials doing anything close to similar right and why not i got those 40 bucks or like 20 bucks for like 50 40 popsicles i think it was even less to be honest with you mm-hmm. i think i i think i bought 60 popsicles for like 20 bucks minimal cost big impact yeah and that's the thing and it's just sometimes it just means sitting there figuring it out you know i have a very good friend who helps me with all this stuff and that's part of how this came about who holds me to a higher standard who says hey we, well all we talk about is just ideas we talk about policy we talk about our schools we talk about how do we engage how do we how do we improve our community and so that helps you know having a little network of people who allow me to focus, you know, who aren't, we aren't talking about the cheese, man. We aren't talking about, mm-hmm. we, don't get me wrong. We do. Yeah. We still gossip. Um, but for the most part, you know, of, of really we understand our set we understand that we want to see our community thrive. And so that helps a lot in, in having people I can turn to, to, um, to hear me out, call me out, criticize me and, and, and how we can move forward. Mm. So, yeah. And, and, and I mean, as long as the criticism is, is you know, to... Not even to if it's valid. And not even if, if criticism, I don't mind. There's some criticisms I heard people are saying. I was on Facebook all the time. Like, <laughs> I'm not. Uh, but okay. <laughs> you know, an elected official, we put ourselves in this position to get criticized whether it's valid yeah. or not, whether it's personal or not. You know, whether they... I've had people, one time a crazy lady was like talking about my daughter, Penelope. It was crazy talk and uh, like saying really mean things, trying right. to rile me up. And, uh, but I was like, you know what? I've, I put myself in this position. 
Mm-hmm. Obviously, I don't want any harm or anything done to my daughter. Um, but, you know, um, I reached out to them. They didn't want to meet up. That's fine. Uh, but, you know, we're adults. We, like I said, I didn't choose to be an board member. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't forced. I did choose. I chose. I wasn't forced. And so, uh, I, that means taking arrows. That means being backstabbed. That means being, uh, you know, scrutinized. That means being, um, you know, painted in a bad light sometimes. That means taking credit, you know, getting accolades as well, but that comes with the good and bad. And so, uh, I'm very well aware of that and I just wish more people would be mm. as well. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, hopefully, you know, more people get. Yeah. And I want, I, you know, I, I do these events too to help show other people. You could, you could be doing this. If I saw another school board or city council doing something on Centro, I see today, uh, they're having the haircut at Don El Centro. Not. Let's do something like that in Burley. I'm not like, oh, what? Oh, yeah. what? Yeah. You know, no, let's do something. I like that. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, I was talking to Vince from Ivy Press. He's like, oh, what do you think of the other cities doing school? So, I don't know. He framed it kind of weird. <laughs> Ivy Press. I don't think they like me. <laughs> but I don't know why. Uh, no, but um, I love seeing that. Mm-hmm. If there, you know, this school supply drive really came from an idea from our assembly member Eduardo Garcia. He had a school supply drive. About two years ago, uh, in El Centro, and that stuck with me. Like, oh hey, and so you know, I see someone else doing something. I'm not gonna be like, ah, oh, yeah, they beat me to it. Oh, why didn't I think of that? No, it's like, oh, yeah, right. and and I mean, you're always like at, at the art walks, and like I see you like supporting not yeah. only Brawley stuff, like it's and that's, that's how I feel. Like you know, I'm, I'm always like shouting out like on you know, the, the downtown, you know, Central guys. Um, you know, if it's Calvin Oliva's his podcast, or if it's the Alta with um, with Marco, Marco, um, you know, uh, to me it's like you know, fuck yeah, like the, the more the merrier, and, and and you know, support each other, and, and you know, we're we're all in it together, you know, at the end of the day. Yeah, if someone from El Centro had a school supply jar, I'd probably donate supplies there too. You know, uh, I had people from El Centro come today, uh, so yeah, no, it's, it's enough of this whole bitter little rivalry high school you know stuff that's kid stuff you yeah. know we're adults we're part of the valley we all want everyone to thrive so we got to work together and we got to uh better work together you know and that working together doesn't mean we're always going to get along you know we're going to have times where going back to relationships good and bad but we all if we're on the same page the same goal we'll get through it and that's where uh growth comes yeah Anything else that you would like to? Do we do an hour? It's already an hour and like ten. Oh yeah, <laughs> no man. Uh, I think I. No, it, you know, bro, there's some really good things happening in Brawley. Um, you know, new superintendent, new migrant ed directors, a new principal, uh, a lot of new teachers. Um, it's we uh, we have the opportunity to really. Uh, make steps towards uh bettering our schools and we have a real a really good opportunity right now i think things happen for a reason i don't think it's a coincidence that i ran at the last minute and we'd be getting these all these new changes you know no one it's not like uh, i came in and everyone said i'm retiring i'm out no yeah (laughs) whether i was here or not we're gonna have all these retirees all right so don't think it you know i scared anyone away um but i think you know um it's all happened for a reason. I like going back to, like I said, 
it's it's no coincidence. All these changes to school while I'm coming on board, um, it's it's exciting. I think you're really gonna see some good things come out of Brawley, and uh, yeah, I just think it's 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 a good time for the Valley as well. I think a lot of, not good times per se if you look at our numbers, but I think in people feeling empowered, feeling emboldened. Mm. I mean, whether you agree with some of the vandalism that's been going on in some of the uh, political, uh, you know, the art, the Rosie, uh, <laughs> oh, the, mi casa, Rosa, what was it? Uh, uh, Masvino, uh-huh. yeah, uh, or the, even the IED thing. That's what happens when elected officials are irresponsible and effective. Mm. Um, you get people um, who f- do not feel listened to that they're going to take any measures to make you listen. Mm. And so if you're not proactively listening to them right now, uh, they're gonna they're gonna make you listen, and I don't think we want that. So yeah, um, yeah. There's there's a big movement of you know, um, you know, local. I, I guess most of them are like artists, creators that are you know kind of tired of of being on on, on and the, and they're renegades, and the renegades are the ones that really help change. If you look historically, look, uh, renegades and rebels are the ones that change things around. Mm. It's not the people who are. You know, uh, doing the status quo. It's the people who are going to think outside the box, who are willing to go outside the box to help change and shift things. They might not make the policy, but they're the ones who did something to get that policy in place. Yeah. And so, um, no, that's why the art community, I'm fully supportive. Not so they don't attack me, no, because I really respect and appreciate their art. Mm. It's, it's art is a freedom of expression it's someone bearing it all out there to you it's someone you know putting their putting everything on canvas putting everything in spoken word and their voice and whatever their medium they're revealing themselves to you in all their glory and i respect that 100 percent and i'll do sometimes it's not even that lucrative like it's just no it's not it's not people think I want to be an artist when I grow up. No, you're not going to make money. You're not. You have to. You know. Um, yeah, it's, it's not lucrative, uh, but it's admirable. Mm. It's it's admirable. And so yeah, like the art walk, I, de- I support any art walk because um, that's where freedom is. Freedom of expression. Just it's 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 a really cool thing. When I guess going back to Angel's thing. The art walk, you know, out of those thousands of people that are there, you might get five or six leaders, um, and that can change around a community. Yeah. Five or six leaders, a squad, <laughs> can change a city around. If you get five or six people that really uh, want the best for a city, you can change things around completely. So, um, I, yeah, so whenever he has something like that art walk or any arts, uh, I support. Yeah. Next weekend, um, Shout out to to Young Manor. He's gonna have a oh next Friday, huh? Yeah. I was thinking of checking that out. Yeah. I went yeah. and got his tape. You, you saw that? I saw that. It's pretty. That's it, uh, f- I haven't bought on tape a tape like in twenty years, and I was like, you know what? I need to get that tape. <laughs> I don't have a tape player, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But hey, no, it's good to see. That's you know, and you know what? Like the art, the uh, they're having it downtown. You know. Where if they weren't there in downtown, nothing would be in downtown. Yeah. So the city should be welcoming that. The city should be doing anything they can to accommodate them. Yeah, support them. You it know. is it, to ignore them, to not acknowledge them is disrespectful. Yeah. It's um, 
and it goes to show you how much out of the loop and in their bubble they are. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, to pl- plain and simple. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I think uh, it just shows you how out of the loop they are. And I, re- and you know, Central City Council, there's people that I respect. Cheryl Walker helped mentor me when I was starting out in the county. But there comes a point where, hey, maybe it's time uh, to pass the torch. Yeah. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, out of that group or out of the people that support them, there's uh, somebody that's going to step up and, and, and run and, you know, change things. And, and even if they don't win, to get a conversation going, mm-hmm. you know, of, of, of be the voice they want to be heard. I mean, that's why I ran, because I looked at the list and there was no parents there or people who are currently parents. And I thought, uh, I can either sit here and be like, oh, there's not a parent there who's going to represent me. Or I could be, you know what? How about I be that parent? Yeah. And I did. And I went, you know? And so, um, yeah, I guess be the, run for something. Because even if you don't think any, like Mandy said, you can't get anything done. At least you're that voice that you want the, to be represented. You're the voice of the people like you. Yeah. And that's all sometimes it takes. That's all you can do sometimes. But at least you give them a chance. And, um so yeah, that's, I hope I hope people can run. I, I hope people will run. Uh, if they want to, any advice, any help, I'd be more than happy to. Um, then that, and I have people also behind me who can also help. Not and that's not like oh money wise. <laughs> it means just organizing. Mm-hmm. I had a guy who helped my my friend. Going back to my friend who we talk talk. Um, he helped me with all this stuff. You know, he helped me where to put the signs, uh, how ordering uh, materials. Um, you know, uh, what, you know, walking, uh, what areas, what neighborhood, you know, scheduling. Um, so those things that don't cost money, but are essential to any campaign election. So, yeah, um, if people are, even if you don't want to run, but you want to get engaged, reach out to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I can I can connect you with mixers or even just people in the community of, of who to speak with, how to expand your network, and and and, and start giving back. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's about it, man. I appreciate you coming over here to Brawley. I think we had a good talk. Um, I said anytime you want me to come on, I, if you want to have multiple people on, I'd be love. I'd love to come back. Um, but yeah, I am tired. <laughs> I'm ready to literally do nothing. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna shower and I'm gonna stay in my underwear all day. <laughs> like that's no joke. Um, TMI. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, you're tired because, you know, if, if y'all didn't know, Gil had a, you know, school supply drive today. Um, you know, you've been doing the, the books Popsicles, and po- yeah, popsicles and pages. Um, and it, uh, not only that, but I mean, with your, your job, you know, there's, it's, it's a lot of, we didn't even talk about air quality. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a whole nother episode. And yeah, we, we're trying, we, uh, you know, we don't have the air quality we want. And one thing I want to share with people is uh, everyone at the air district is a, bro- is a is a valley resident, you know. Um, I think sometimes you, we have the tendency to dehumanize people or see people as, you know, as an agency rather than a human. We mm-hmm. see, oh, they, everyone at the air district. No, we have people from Heber, Calexico, Central, Brawley, Imperial, Hopeville. We're all residents. We all breathe in this air. We all want the best. We're all trying to do our part. Yeah. Um, and we have been being bold and AB 617 has empowered us. I think if you look back a year ago, no one knew what the air pollution control district was. And now people are talking, we're in the Mm. newspaper, people Mm. are talking about it. We want awareness, you know, people like, oh, this negative article or this, we welcome it, It brings attention. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not, we're not afraid of. 
being in the spotlight because our issues need to be in the spotlight. Our issues need to be known by not just us, but people mm-hmm. around us throughout mm-hmm. the state, throughout the nation. Um, so yeah. Yeah. yeah and, 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 you know, there's been more talk about like on the LA Times or whatnot. You know, there's been it's 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 become, uh, you know, like a topic of of, of speaking not only here, but in, you know, Bear yeah. City. Yeah. And that's and so we welcome that because that just brings more eyes to it. we want attention. We've been asking, we've been demanding attention for how long? Mm. And and so if we're finally getting it, we, we need to take advantage of it because that's going to bring uh, attention, brings awareness, which brings resources, which brings, you know, solutions. Yeah. And so, um, you know, part of it what is, is what I got brought on there to do to bring attention. I think we have. As whether, and whether it's good or bad, the fact is it's attention and it starts sparking conversation. It starts di- sparking dialogue. And that's where, um, you know, solutions come from. Mm-hmm. So at the whole other episode, we could talk about oh, that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, but um, with AB 617 and we're building relationships with Mexicali um, and going back to the tourism thing that I've been trying to promote, it ties in directly with it. I was just at a cross-border tourism forum in San Diego and talking about San Diego and Tijuana and what they're doing in regards to Mexico with Tijuana and San Diego, how mass transportation has has helped cut down on emissions in between in that border area. So how do we how do we you know obviously San Diego is different with the tourism, but we have tourism potential for tourism here. We we talked about that a little while you know um, earlier this morning, but um, that's a whole other episode yeah. that uh, we could talk about uh, at a future date. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Thank you, Gil. Thank um, you, man. you know, we've been at it for an hour and so, like, twenty minutes. By fast, yeah, like twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. We talked a lot about a, a lot of. We talk about a lot of things, um, but I guess the main focus, you know, we want people to run, people to get involved. People get involved. People, um, yeah, not even run. If you get involved and you want to run, great. But if you just want to get involved and help out, and yeah. I can always use help out an event. I can always use help out gathering, organizing people. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a great way to start as well. Yeah. So, yeah, um, like I said, get involved. If you want to run, um, you know, reach out to Gil. He has a, even though he's young, he has a lot of experience. He, he, he can help you a lot. Um, but, yeah, um, thank you guys for listening. Support local artists. Support local businesses. And, um, yeah, I'll see you guys in the next one. Awesome. Thank Peace. you.